Pastor Elias will bring God's word to us. It is a great privilege to be here tonight. And when uh, we are called to preach the word of God, this is a great responsibility. And to preach in another language is a double responsibility because um, I didn't end in a school to study English. So I knew a missionary from here, from Northern Ireland, and she taught me um, English. And since then, i am tried to learn, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I thank you for the invitation of uh, Pastor David and his he, when he invited me, I said, oh, my English is not so good. I said, don't have to worry about your English. Just preach. <laughs> no, but it's, um, it's not an easy thing. So I hope that uh, the brothers and, and sisters here and friends uh, will understand the word of God that I will uh, preach tonight. I would like to, to invite you to open your Bibles to, to the Gospel of Mark. Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 10. We will uh, start uh, our reading uh, in verses 17. Mark, Gospel, chapter 10, and verse 17. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus behold him, loved him, and said unto him, one thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatever, whatsoever thou hast, and give it to the poor, and thou shalt have a treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around about and saith unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have reached enter into the kingdom of God. Let's bow our heads in, in prayer. The Heavenly Father, we thank thee for this night and this day, your day, Lord. We rejoice to be in your house, O oh, Lord. We thank Thee for 
thy precious blood shed on that cross. Amen. And we thank thee, Lord, because today we can call one another brothers and sisters here. And I thank thee, Lord, uh, to see a lot of believers around the world. And uh, I imagine, Lord, when we all get get to heaven that day we will see a multitude Lord many people who were saved by grace and we thank thee Lord and we committed these servants into thy hands and we ask thee Lord to glorify your name and speak Lord to our hearts this night through thy word we want to hear from you Lord not from an idea from a man or what the a man think but what uh, thy word speaks to us mm -hmm. we ask these things Lord in Jesus precious name Amen, Amen. well in verse 17 uh, he will we have Jesus that he was gone forth into the way and there came one running a man running and the Bible says he that he uh, kneeled to him and asked him good master what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life here uh, we have a man running to to Jesus kneeling to him and a man that was worried about his salvation. He believed in eternal life. But uh, many in those days, they didn't seek Jesus. They didn't kneel to him. And many of them were not worried about their salvation. Because... They didn't believe in eternal life. But this man was not so. And the proof is that he went to Jesus. Recognizing, and he recognized him as the good master. I may say that he went to the right man. And with all reverence, we, we saw that he uh, knelt before the Lord Jesus. With all reverence, asked the right questions of this life. Many people today, they are not worried about the future. They uh, are worried about uh, the present and the future just here on earth. And in those days, in the days of Jesus, uh, this was not a, a difference. It's just like uh, today. The people are not worried about the, the, the future, the, the life beyond the grave. They think just here, they prepare their life for this world. They are worried about to, to study. To, to have good jobs, some to marry, 
and, got, and, and then have good houses and cars and things like that. And we see the parents worry about the study for the children. But sometimes we don't see uh, much of this worry uh, about uh, preparing <coughs> their children to the future, to the, to the life, the real life, the eternal life. But just because many, they don't believe in this. They believe what they, uh, their eyes can see. But uh, we see in the Bible that the real life is those things that we cannot see. This is eternal. So we, we, we see this, this man here. Uh, while others want, were, were not worried about their salvation, they were not seeking for salvation. This man here, he was worried about these things. And he went to Jesus. And he recognized him as a good master, knelt before him. And he asked these, these good questions that many today and in, these, in, the, in his days uh, didn't he ask for the eternal life. Uh, verse uh, 18 goes on saying, And Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. Notice the reaction of Jesus towards that man. The man asked one question and Jesus replied to him with two questions. Sometimes we like to answer the people when the people ask us. We like to answer them. But interesting that Jesus, uh, uh, most of the time, he answered the question, questioning, making question. Eh? And Jesus replied to him with two questions. First, he uh, questioned the man about his declaration. He declared that Jesus was a good master. It was as Jesus had said, are you aware that calling me good, that means that you rec recognize that I am God himself, because there is none good but God alone. So if you call me good, good master, so uh, are you understanding that you are calling me God himself? Are you aware of that? Second, he questioned the man about his question. What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Uh, or if you want to do, uh, it was as, as Jesus was saying to him, or if you want to do something, in order to be saved. So you have to keep all the commandments. Do you know them? You, uh, we remember, for example, Nicodemus, when he asked, uh, 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 he was, uh, Jesus said that uh, a person must be born again. And we remember that the people, uh, people, uh, 
the prison where Paul was, he asked, what shall I do to be saved? So the people are, are worried about sometimes, uh, what can I do or what shall I do? They want to do something in order to, to get saved, in order to be saved. So Jesus replied to him, so you want to do something in order to be saved? So do you know the, the commandments you, we can see uh, here in verse 19? Thy knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. Observe. Jesus didn't start with the first half of the Ten Commandments, but with the second. We know that the commandments there in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3 says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And then it goes on. Thou shalt not make unto thee any grave image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth and etc. So Jesus didn't uh, start uh, uh, um, uh, asking about the, the another half, the second half of the Ten Commandments. He start uh, 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 mention about uh, the, the obedience to the parents, do not adultery, do not kill, and things uh, like that. In verse 20, uh, he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed, from my youth. You see, there's an interesting uh, thing here in this verse. Uh, in the beginning of uh, this paragraph, we notice that this man went to Jesus, ran to him, knelt before him, and called him good master. But now, uh, once he knows that uh, he knew uh, what uh, uh, means to call Jesus good, that is God, or, or he was calling God, he stopped calling Jesus good. It seems that uh, this man, uh, uh, he's changed his mind. After he learned what uh, a uh, what means to call someone good to call someone good that means that uh, that person is god and perhaps the mind of this man is changing now maybe this man before me is not god himself now i will call him just master not more good master but just Master, observe his answer. All these have I observed from my youth. So, that man was not a bad person. 
He was not a bad person. He didn't commit adultery. He didn't kill. He didn't steal. He didn't bear false witness. Uh, he didn't defraud. He honored his father and his mother. He obeyed them. So what a good man he was. But do you see? Although he was a good man. Because today you see a lot of people say, I think that I will go to heaven because I, 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 I don't drink you know, beers and alcohol. I don't commit adultery. You know, I have just one wife and I never uh, committed adultery. I, I, I never uh, uh, stole or steal and do all the bad things. So I think that I will go to heaven because I didn't commit any of these things, bad things. I, I, I think that I am a good person. So uh, I hope that the heaven will be there with uh, open arms to receive me because I do not commit bad things. Um, and what uh, 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 we see here, another thing interesting, because he went to, to, to seek Jesus. And he went to seek Jesus because he wanted to know what could he do in order to have his salvation. So he was a good man and he had not assurance of his Salvation. And verse 21. Then Jesus behold him, loved him, and said unto him, One thing thou lackst, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give it to the poor, and thou shalt have a treasure in heaven. And come, Take up the cross and follow me. Before giving any answer to that man, the Bible says, Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. Jesus loved that man because God is love. He is the good master. He is God. So Jesus loved him. In First John chapter 4 and verse 8. We read that uh, John there wrote. He that loved not. Knoweth not God. For God is love. But after having said that. The Bible didn't say that Jesus said, Well done, beloved man. You will go to heaven. Follow me. You are so good. No, he didn't say so. Rather, he said, One thing thou lackest. Go thy way. Sell whatsoever thou hast and give it to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come, take up the cross and follow me. This here is an interesting thing to note. When Jesus, for example, met Matthew. You know Matthew were there 
seated behind the chair, the table, huh? and that man, Matthew, he was a rich man. He was a rich man. But Jesus, when he met Matthew, he didn't say, uh, go thy way, uh, sell whatsoever you have and give to the poor, and after that follow me. He didn't say that. And we read in the Bible many others, people that Jesus met, he didn't say such a thing, to go and to sell what they had. No. But why Jesus said this thing to that man? We, didn't see, uh, we don't see in any other portion of the Bible that Jesus had said such a thing for a man. But just for this man here. He said uh, this uh, great truth. Um, and we, we know that he, he said that because Jesus knows us all. He knows everything. He knows every person, woman and a man. He knows everything about us. He knows our life. He knows our background. He knows everything. And we, we, we know this when we, we read John, for example, chapter 2, verse from 23 to 25. And, and, and in these verses, we know that he knows everything. We, we can see here, now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover and the feast day, Many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. But Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men and needed not that any should testify of man. For he knew what was in man. So Jesus knew what was in that man that came to him. He uh, uh, knew what uh, was in his heart. So now, with uh, this uh, 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 commandment, he said to him, Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, give to the poor, and thou, hast, uh, and thou shall have treasure in heaven, and come take up the cross and follow me. Jesus want to see if that man kept in reality in, in, in fact at least the first half or at least the first commandment which says thou shall have no other gods before me that man had said had answered to Jesus before that he observed all those commandments and interesting, um, Jesus didn't say, no, you are lying. You are lying. He knew. But Jesus didn't say that. And it was as Jesus was, I will give him a commandment. And we will see if this man is telling the truth in act, in fact. So Jesus said that go thy way, so, sell whatsoever thou hast. Uh, and gave that uh, 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 commandment 
uh, to him. Uh, in, in, in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 24, we see that Jesus said to the multitude, to the people, uh, and also to the, his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So the first, the first thing to do is to deny himself, to deny yourself, to say no to what you want, to what you desire, what you wish, to your desires, to your, uh, to your plans. Deny, your, deny yourself. And this is what Jesus was telling to that man. Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast. He had to deny himself. He had plans. And interested that uh, Jesus um, didn't say, uh, uh, sell whatsoever thou hast, and then put all this money in the bank. No. He said, give to the poor. Well, that man will become poor. He will become a man without money. And probably he thought, uh, and how shall, we, shall I live? And who will give me food? Or who will give me a house? And probably he was worrying about these, these things. But this is what the Lord teach in, in those days and also today. Those who want to, to have eternal life. And this eternal life is in Jesus Christ. The, the person have, uh, uh, has to know that uh, we have first to deny ourselves. To say no to our desires, to our plans. And the, another thing is take up the cross. That means submissions, ob obedience, to obey the Lord, and another, uh, and follow me. Uh, it's interesting that today, a lot of preachers in, in Brazil, for instance, say, come to Jesus as you are. Come to Jesus, no matter what you do. If you smoke, uh, with a time you are stopping, you know, and... Give the time and uh, take your time. But interesting, Jesus said, No, deny yourself. Before following me, deny yourself. Take up your cross. And after these two things, and then follow me. Many today, they want to follow Jesus as they are in the world. They want to follow the world and Jesus in the same time. And many people uh, around the world, some of them, they want to have eternal life with the world. The world and uh, Jesus. The verse 22 here says, And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possession. As I said before, um, we, we, we don't see uh, other, uh, elsewhere, uh, 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 a part in the scripture where Jesus said such a thing for a person, to a person. But you know, 
uh, and now you remember the, that uh, Samaritan woman. Jesus were there in that, uh, in that well and uh, she came and Jesus spoke to her about the living water and she wanted that living water. And what Jesus said to her, said, he said, go, call your husband and come, come back. He didn't say, go, sell whatsoever you have, give to the poor. No, no. He said, go and call your husband. He knew that that woman didn't have a husband. Mm. He knew that. But he, he, he want that that woman confess by herself that the, she was a, a, a sinner. So she confessed, I don't have a, a husband. You see, Jesus pointed the, uh, his finger in the, how can I say, you know, he, he, he goes straight ahead to the point. The thing that a person like that man was his uh, um, his possession. He had a lot of things. He w he was rich, but the Samaritan woman, she was not rich. But she had another kind of sin. So Jesus uh, pointed out eh, in her sin and in his. Uh, a sin also with this action that man was showing that he didn't keep even the first commandment thou shalt have no other gods before me but he had said that oh, all these things I have observed since my, my youth but uh, Jesus proved to him that uh, even the first commandment he didn't observe the first commandment is the first thing that have to take place in our life if I have if I love God above all things I will be a, a good son I will obey my parents I will be a good husband and the woman will be a good wife if we love God above all things, if we respect him. But you can see uh, now in this postmodern era that many people, they don't love God. So we have a lot of divorce. We have a lot of uh, uh, sons, children's disobedience to their uh, parents just because they don't observe the first commandment. And this man here, it seems that he was a good man. He did not steal, he did not kill, and he thought, oh, what have I, have I to do to inherit the eternal life? Maybe not many things because I'm a, a good person, but Jesus showed to him that uh, he had an idol before him or before God. And, and, and in Luke chapter 16 and verse 13, uh, Jesus said, No servant can serve two masters, 
for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. The other. He cannot cannot save God and Mammon. And the verse twenty three says here, Jesus looked around about and saith unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have reached enter into the kingdom of God. The first time when I read this portion of the Bible, I thought that maybe Jesus um, uh, would go or run after that fellow, after that man, because he, uh, uh, we read that Jesus loved him. But it's interesting that uh, although the Bible said that Jesus loved him, Jesus let him go. He went his way. And Jesus did not go after him. And Jesus did not go and said, hey, 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 wait a moment, come here, we can, you know, I can give you another commandment to you, or, or uh, we can speak more, you know, uh, about these things. Don't be disappointed about what I said to you. Come here. Let, let's stay here for a while. No, no. Sometimes what many preachers are, uh, are doing today, they compromise. They offer us the, the gospel and they want to please those who want to, 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 have, a, a, to have the eternal life. No, come here. Don't worry. Oh, stay in the church. Oh, you can continue in your uh, uh, sinner life, your, your life of sinning. No, no problem. Uh, once you are coming here to the church, you are attending to our church, you, you are giving your offerings and tithe and, uh, and so on. Oh, oh no, no problem. You know, every one of us, we sin. You know, so stay. Eh? Jesus, no. That man was a rich man. And Jesus said to him to, to sell all things. And he didn't want to do so. This, Jesus didn't compromise. Jesus didn't uh, 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 go after him and say things in order to please that man. No, he let the man go. But Jesus loved him. It's interesting, yeah? An interesting thing. He loved him. We have some, some lessons to learn uh, in this portion, in this uh, portion of the Bible about this man here, we we uh, learn here that uh, that man was a rich man. He was a rich man. I don't know if you know uh, about a big church there in Brazil called the uh, Universal Church. Uh, they have a, a, a TV channel, and this year. They built a, a big temple called the, the Solomon Temple there in Brazil. You can see uh, in the internet and things like that. And what they preach today is that uh, if you are a son of God, you must be rich. Because you are the son of uh, the owner or the, 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 uh, of the... Um, of God and God uh, 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 
he he is the almighty god he is a, a, a rich god so how can you be a son of god and in the same time be a poor man so if you accept the lord jesus as your personal savior you become rich you be rich you be prosper and sometimes many of the real believers they some of them are are, are wondered about I am saved indeed because I am still uh, uh, poor and my, my, I, am, I have no good health. Sometimes I am sick. And many uh, uh, believers uh, uh, start to think, am I, uh, am I a, a son of God indeed or not? Because I, I'm not prosperous. I'm not rich. Uh, I, sometimes I have not good health. Most of the time I am in sickness. And this is the, the, the gospel that is preaching. But you see this man is rich. And he is without Christ. And he is without God. So if we are prosperous. This, this is because we are serving God in a good way. So Bill Gates is a, 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 a son of God. So he is blessed. He is rich. So this is not a, a truth. And some people think, I, I have been blessed by God because I have a house, I have a car, I have this and have that. So God is pleased with me. For this reason, he is giving things to me. This is not true. We, we read in the Bible about that man who went to hell. He was a rich man. And Lazarus, Lazarus, eh? he was a poor man. The poor man went to heaven and the rich man went to hell. But who gave that uh, possessions to that man? God. He is the Almighty. He gave good things to people. Paul said that. Mm. Other things that uh, uh, we learn uh, here is uh, if you think that uh, you don't uh, uh, smoke or drink or still you don't do things like that so if you think that you'll go to heaven just because you don't commit these things he will learn that uh, uh, you are not right we will not go to heaven because we don't smoke or we don't drink or we don't kill or we don't do this or that and another thing we notice here is his question. He asked, what shall I do? The man wants to do something in order to be saved. And let me tell you, through the Bible, the man can do nothing. We are dead. We are all dead. We can do nothing. God, the salvation belongs to God. Jesus came from heaven to save us. He loved us. And he came to this world to save sinners. And if he uh, hadn't come to this world, we were lost. But thanks God, he came here to save us. And we note other uh, thing here in this in this. Uh, portion of the, uh, the Bible is that Jesus knows every one of us. He knows you. Mm -hmm. He knows your, your life. He knows your background. He knows 
uh, which particular thing you you like he knows and he will press in that in that sea same in your life you have to leave that sin before come unto him you cannot come to Jesus with your sin it's necessary to leave leave the sin in order to come unto him to deny yourself to say no to yourself this is so so hard for for a person to do to say no to ourselves but Jesus is the Lord we have to confess him as Lord and Savior mm -hmm. and I hope that you who don't have Christ as your personal Savior you can receive this gift yes receive Jesus as your personal Savior I can tell you, I was, I, I grew up in a, in a evangelical family. No, I'm not, uh, uh, my parents, they were uh, Protestant evangelicals when I was born. I went to the church every Sunday, morning and evening. I went to the pray meeting, meetings. I went to the youth meeting. The only meeting that I didn't go was the ladies' meeting. <laughs> but I went all the meetings. But you know, I wasn't saved. But I went to the church every Sunday, you know, every pray meeting. I was there because my parents, they were believers. But I was not saved. And let me tell another thing. I was not a bad person. I wanted to obey my, my mom, my, my father. I went to the school, I, I, I never drank alcohol, always smoke, cigarette, things like that, I never uh, did that. But let me tell the truth, the truth. if I had died in that time, yeah. I had gone to hell. Mm -hmm. We will not go to heaven because we are good, because there is none good but God alone. So think about, about this. Um, if you are not saved, do what the Lord said here. Deny yourself. Mm -hmm. Take up his cro uh, your cross and follow him. And we do thank Pastor Elias for this exposition on the life of the rich young ruler. And the question comes home, who or what? Are you trusting in? If you're trusting in riches, trusting in your righteousness, then we urge you to look away from them and put your trust in Jesus Christ alone.